I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about women weeding out fuckboys and securing the bag. F girl, F high. I'm sorry. We really had to. We just had to. We had to make the joke. But we were both huge fans of HBO Max's wildly entertaining dating show, F Boy Island. So we are just so psyched about this bonus interview episode with one of the outstanding leads. Joining us today to give us the real, unvarnished inside scoop is none other than the F-girl queen herself, Tamaris. Tamaris, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my God, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) We are excited. So excited. For anyone who isn't subscribed to our newsletter, Rich Text, you can find our two episodes breaking down this season in greater detail over there. So I would encourage you to go subscribe, listen to those, and then this will make a really nice companion piece. Yeah, speaking of hustling. um, But we're so excited to dive a little deeper because we just had nothing but questions by the end of this wild ride of a season. So let's dive in. Tamaris, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? And how did you end up on a show like F-Boy Island? (laughs) Yes, all good questions. Um, (laughs) I'm originally from New York City. Um, I've been living in Miami for probably 11 years and always back and forth because I sometimes don't like the winter, I like the fall, but not the winter. Um, (laughs) Relatable. Miami Miami is like the best place to be. Um, (laughs) Here in Miami, I actually am a part of this amazing company that's going to create the metaverse and what the metaverse will look like in the future. Um, wow. Which is super cool. <laughs> that's so, very cool. Yeah, so we're going to create a lot of interesting stuff. We'll have an activation during Art Basel in Miami, <gasps> which we're extremely excited about. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to be like kind of one of like a big figure in that world because it's such a man-dominant world. And uh, I can't yeah. wait to, like, mark my territory and let these guys know that it's not <laughs> only for men and you can be an F-grown, sexy and cute and nerdy and all that stuff in between. Yeah, that's wild. Women contain multitudes. They do. Okay? I have to say, though, man or woman, when we invite people on who are on dating shows, that is, like, never an answer that we get about what they're <laughs> up to. That is something I've never heard before. So that's amazing. Um, and it is the Wild West out there. So now's the time to be, like... Staking your getting in there <laughs> to part of the metaverse. Yeah, we need some like good people also to be like building that, <laughs> like not, not like just keep it all to like <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg to decide everything. I think we need some, you know, a little diversity there. Yeah, some fresh um, eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You've done enough, Mark. Okay. Um, <laughs> but how did you get cast on F-Boy Island? Yeah, so uh, casting director reached out to me via social media. And probably like a week later, 
We had probably about three Zoom calls within a span of a week. And I didn't hear back until four months later. Um, I honestly thought I was like, there's no possible way I got casted. I'm going to watch these new girls on this season. And I'm like, oh, that, that could have been me. And then like after Christmas, I, I had catch COVID during Christmas and was in the hospital. And like oh, the no. casting producer like texted me and she's like, I hope you're still single. And I'm just like, can you just like wait? Cause I'm in the hospital, okay, but I'm, like, I'm like, very ill it. currently. Oh, oh my it's God. like, she's a 10, but she's in the hospital. Cause she has COVID. Yeah. That's rough. The perils of like casting in the age of COVID truly. I'm just like Wait. super fortunate. I didn't have to go in person. Cause I know that like Mia, yeah. like literally got flown out for like a day interview in LA. And there was like so many people casting and I was just like, that's crazy they really they didn't make you do anything beyond those three zoom interviews that's incredible they had real faith based off of that oh they had faith and i'm just like what the hell did i say because i don't even remember (laughs) i thought i was talking my shit like i was just like yeah this guy he fucked me over but then i did that to him and i (laughs) they were like yes we can work with this this will be great nailed it So why did you want to go on the show? Like, had you seen the first season? Did you know what it was about? So I watched the first season and I saw these F boys and I saw like, I was like, I can slap these F boys. Like, there's no possible way. (laughs) I'm not going to go into this and know that I'm not going to win. Like, I'm going to, I've, I've seen worse guys. Okay. I live in Miami and I lived in New York (laughs) and I see how these guys are. Okay. These are sleazy guys. Like these guys really think they have money and they absolutely don't. Um, but I was like, no, there's, I would be amazing on this show. There's no possible way I'm going to allow these F boys to ever fuck me over. Um, so I was like, yeah, why not do it? And and it's not like a regular dating show, right? I don't have to get married after the show. I don't, right. I like, I can try it out and see, you know, I like older guys and I kind of, and I told them that I was like, Hey, I like older guys. I know like the older guys I like, you're not going to have, but I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm interested to see, like, there's a possibility that I could find someone. And that was, like, the kind of hope. But also, it was like, I do want to kind of ruin some F-boys' lives. So, like, let's do that, too. <laughs> it was kind of both a mixture. You were like, yeah, I can I can come at this from, from both ends. So you were like, hey, I'm open to meeting someone that I might actually want to pursue a relationship with. I was open to it if it happened. If it didn't, then yeah. I'm going to have... 100% fun the whole entire time. That's what I did. <laughs> I will say everyone seems to be having a lot of fun on this show. And I think that's part of the reason it's so much fun to watch. It's infectious. I mean, were you open with production that you're a big part of your plan would be not necessarily to earnestly pursue love the whole time, but also to like have fun fucking with the F boys? Like, did they know that, that you were coming in with the sort of realistic viewpoint that was like, maybe the best thing I can get out of this is to have fun and walk away with $50,000. Yeah. Like they told me like, this is a fun experience. Don't, you know, take it serious to an extent, open up as much as you want, but know that this is a fun show. This is not a show to be Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, taken serious. Like the bachelor. It's it's, it's not, it's just not that type of show. Like they want you to have fun. They want you to make fun of people. They want you to be over dramatic and just like just extra. And I'm just like, I'm that girl for you. You don't have to worry. It's like <laughs> I have all the personality you need. 
<laughs> yeah, they definitely saw what they had just from those Zooms. They were like, this is exactly what we're looking for. So you get there, you're filming, you meet the guys. Were there any guys that you were into, but you decided to cut because you thought that they would be F-boys in the end and you wouldn't be able to, like, be on as equal footing at the end? I don't think there was necessarily... Uh, like, my goal coming in was like, okay, get, ri- get rid of as much F-boys that you possibly can, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and, and for the three... The three eliminations, the three first episodes, I did. I, I got rid of some guys. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't expecting the F boys. Like, I guess with me getting rid of three F boys in the beginning, all the F boys just wanted to stay far away from me. Oh, but interesting. They, oh my god. They were like, no. So at a certain point. From episode four and on, all I got rid of was nice guys because that's all I had. Right. And then you were the only one that had like, and then you had all nice guys by the time. Which was super weird because honestly, (laughs) I came into the show like, okay, I can tame an F boy. Like, that's not a problem. Like, if I end up getting one, yeah, I'm not going to trust them. And maybe I won't even pick them at the end. But like, I'm for it. I'm up for the challenge. But they didn't want nothing okay. to do with me. They were like, mm-mm, Tamaris, no, 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 no. <laughs> they were like, she's going to expose me. I, I got to go. <laughs> poor Mia. <laughs> yeah, Mia. Oh, poor oh Mia. Mia didn't have that that luxury. <laughs> it I, was I, weird how we all end up like, Louise had split, and then I had all nice guys, and Mia had all F-boys. Like, Mia predicted this probably two days before the reveal, that she had a dream. That she was like, one of us have all F boys, one of us have all nice guys, and one of us have a split. How that happened, like, it honestly seemed like production, like, either told them, like, you have to switch your title or something like that. You have to be a nice guy. Like, but it wasn't like that. Like, I asked him, I was like, did, did production put you up to this? Like, tell me the tea now, since we're not on, since we're not, like, but it wasn't like that. That's, that's how they came in, I guess. That's crazy. I mean, I guess that, like, my theory was that, the, the F boys were also like set recognized themselves in you. And they were like, she's, she's a player. Like I need to go for someone who's, and like, don't get me wrong. I loved all of you guys. I thought you were all very like up for the task, but like, I feel like they looked at you and they were like, she's the one that we definitely can't risk. But like for you, it was like, you were like the F boy hunter by mid season. I was, I was, I was, I had my list after every <laughs> single elimination. I'm like, okay, so we have how many guys? And out of that, guys, we know that it was an even split. So these are my predictions for nice guys. These are my predictions for F boys. And I was like, every single time, like, oh, okay, maybe I got that one wrong, but okay, but this one I got right. I was like, hunting. I was not. I loved the three of you really were like on it. I felt like you took like a, you were like, I am taking an intellectual approach to this. We are going to calculate how many we have left. We are going to break it down. Like it was really, really fun, really fun to watch. So you get down to your final group and it's all nice guys, of course. How did you feel about that, like, final five or or especially your top three, like, Casey, Tom, and Nico? Did you have real feelings for them? Like, what was your what was your feeling about them going into that final stretch? Yeah. So, understand, like, we're in this bubble. We have no communication with mm-hmm. the outside world. We can't speak to any of our family. There's a war going on that we didn't even know until after filming. 
<laughs> which is crazy, oh by God. the way. Crazy. Yeah, that is actually <laughs> wild. But like, uh, so we lived in this bubble and F-Point Island is meant for you to fall in love or to like get some type of feelings. All of my emotions were real. Crying for, like, you don't understand, like, Jabrin leaving, my heart broke. Like, because he was such a real, genuine human being. And it just sucked because it's like, this is a competition and we have to weed out these guys and we have to yeah. send these guys home, even though we can, we might have this friendship that may later on grow into a romantic connection, but there's just not enough time. Um, I cared about Tom. Tom is such a real, genuine human being. This show is just wasn't for him. Um <laughs> He's met for The Bachelor, yeah. not FY Island. We said that. He has a huge heart. And he wears his heart on his sleeve. And this show basically kind of ate him alive little by little because he didn't know whether anything was true. Like, he'll see probably mm. guys act, acting away towards us. And then when the cameras are off, a completely different way. And then he doesn't know whether what I'm saying is right because we don't have that off-camera time. We have that five seconds that we'll sit down and we'll have a conversation and that's it. So, yes, I cared about every single one that I care about them to the extent to be in a relationship with them in the future. No, they're all F-boys, except for Tom and probably Jay Brin. But, like, you're going <laughs> on F-boy island. I don't care if you say that you're a nice guy. I know all of them now and I'm going to tell you these guys are not hurting for me. Like, they... <laughs> didn't care the like, next they are day. Fine. Like we went to the club after filming. They were living their best lives, talking to how many girls. I'm just like, oh, okay, thank God. Like I chose myself because if not, I would have been a complete idiot falling for one of these guys. They're all nice guys, <laughs> don't get me wrong, but just they're not ready yeah. for a relationship. Yeah. I don't think any that, of us. That is not surprising. <laughs> Yeah, humans are um, complicated and they can be nice and also fine if you break up with them on a reality show, actually. <laughs> um, so <laughs> during the, to touch maybe a little bit on that, during the mansplain, we saw uh, a snippet of Zach accusing Casey of being hung up on his ex. And Casey was one of your final two guys. We both have been very fond of Casey <laughs> over two seasons. We're suckers. Um, so it's we were like, thing. we were like, where is this coming from? And I'm curious, like, you still know Casey. Was there anything more to that claim than what we saw? And like, has that borne out? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Casey, if you listen to this, I care for you. You're the best. But I'm going to be honest because I have to be real. Zach, we call him Zach with a pack because that was his name because of how he came out the first day because of his penis was all out in the shorts. And oh, the shorts. Oh, right. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. We called him Zach with a pack. <laughs> I recall. <laughs> but Zach grew up or like grew around or like they're like family friends. Like they've been friends for years. What? Years. Oh. Like if you like look at probably Zach's Instagram, you'll see like photos of like Casey <gasps> and him. Like they're friends, friends. Like he knows okay. Casey. Like after like all that happened about, you know, him telling me about his girlfriend and stuff like that. Like Casey told me, he was like, you know, he was in a relationship prior coming on to the season one and then broke up with her and then got back with her after the show and then did the same things for season two and, and is, and, and is still with her. 
Um, Different girls for the two seasons? No, same girl. Same girl. Wow, she's like in it for the long haul. To this day. And I'm just like, you know, that that was something that was alarming. And when, you know, Zach told me that, that didn't like, I was like, I I kind of believe that. I believe that when he's alone and he's lonely, he does reach out to her. And it's, it's been shown. And it's not a lie. And he's posted on social media and he still has those photos of her on his page. And I'm just like, I made the best decision of my life because if that third option wasn't available, I was going to choose him. So he he would have been he would have been your choice. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, that's, we, I think that's what we guess. Yeah. That would have been my choice. too. <laughs> yeah. <honestly. laughs> Whether a girlfriend or not, like I was going to choose him. Like. Yeah, it, that's it really sucks. just giving him $50,000 for a game well played, and then you get the other $50,000. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy. Did you know that Zach and Casey knew each other outside of the show at that point? Um, so me and Casey probably had a, like a little alone time um, off camera, and he told me of possible stuff that I might hear during the mansplain. Um, okay. Yeah. And he was like, you know, just a little heads up. Like, he he told me, like, he fucked up last season by talking shit about Casey. I mean, about CJ. And right. he was not going to do that this year, like, at all. Like, this guy <laughs> knew what he did last year wrong. And was like, yeah, I'm going to come in as a nice guy. I'm not going to talk yeah. any shit about Samaritan, even if I want to, because he could have. And, I mean, it's still going to work out in his favor, but, you know, <laughs> like... But he did give it his best. Give it the old college no. try. <laughs> listen, he tried, and there was points that I was like, "Oh my god, Casey, tell me whatever you want, because I'm going to listen to you. Like I'm, I'm falling. Like it's there. I'm falling ish." And and then it was just like some off camera times where that personality kind of changed and shifted, and I was just like, "Yeah, you're yeah. you're 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 playing me. You're good at it." <laughs> You're really good at it. But you know what? I'm I'm better. I'm, I'm way better. And I'm going to show you if I have the opportunity. To, and I and I did. You really did. The moment where oh he accidentally God. said, I love you to you, I was like, oh, he was. Yeah, we were like, he went. He, he was far. in charming mode and he didn't know where to stop. And that's. Yeah, honestly, I thought it was just like. You know, when you're so used to being with someone, you recently just break up with them and you're so accustomed to saying, I love you to them. I love you. And then you Casually, go out. Yeah. yeah, you go out to like on a date with someone else and you're trying it or whatever. You just you get so comfortable. And in that moment, you're so used to saying I love you to that other person. And you just say it randomly. I think that because yep. it happened to me. I think that happened at that point. And yeah. Oh, yeah, you both responded to it so hilariously. Like, he was <laughs> flipping out, and you were like, ha ha. <laughs> that was the biggest joke the whole entire night. I was like, count- kept talking, telling everyone, I was like, oh my God, did you hear Casey tell me he loved me? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, no way, tell me more. I'm like, yeah, tell me on the date. And it was on camera and everything. He's in love with me. Well, yeah. and then in, like, on camera. in the morning, he was like, you told me you loved me last night. And you were like, you said it on camera. And so I have to know, did you say it to him off camera? I definitely probably said it playing around, but definitely not for real at all. And then, but, and then once the cameras yeah. were on, he was like, "I'm just gonna I'm throw that out." Yeah, there. yeah. Of course, he's gonna call me out. <laughs> we were playing like that the whole entire night with everyone. We were like, "Oh my god, guys!" Casey said he loved me, and he was like, "Oh my god, Samantha, I love you." And I'm just like, "Oh my god, Casey, I love you." Like, I love that <laughs> we have that like kind of friendship and kind of like we can joke around. And that that I mean, 
he's such an awesome guy, just like with like sucky habits and tendencies, and that's what's soft. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's totally that guy that you meet and you're like, oh, he's so charming. And then you get to know him better and you're like, maybe he's better to be my friend. And then everyone that you're friends with is like, is that guy single? And you're like, don't date him. (laughs) You're like, he's not ready. But he's great to hang out with. Yeah. No, you have a ball. Like, he's (laughs) like, his energy is like unmatched. Like, I love that about him, but not everything else. Not the fact that his job is to go on dating shows while having a girlfriend, um, <laughs> basically, just as a career choice. Um, so let's talk about Tom again for a second, because during the mansplain, you said that you had told Tom repeatedly that you didn't want to get married and you didn't want to have kids. But we didn't see those previous conversations. So we're curious, like, how those topics came up and what you did say to Tom that we didn't get to see. Okay. So in the beginning, like they don't show any of this, but episode one is like, I was word vomiting my life. Every (laughs) single guy I had a conversation with, they knew everything about me. And like production was like, okay, Tamaris, you need to kind of tone it down because like, what are you going to tell them? Like (laughs) nine more episodes. Like you're not going to have to go on any conversations. (laughs) This is speed dating. Like I got to get it done. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know what to do. This is my first time doing this. So I want to tell you everything about me, but, um, I have endometriosis and I, I, I can't really have kids. Um, not that I don't necessarily want kids. I, if I was to adopt a kid, it would be a kid mm-hmm. that's in dearly need that they don't have a house yeah. or, or, or family because I've, I had, I was in that position and I had some amazing family take me in and I just want to be that person to do that. Or if it's like something was to ever happen to my sister, her kids are coming to me because that's my yeah. sister and I, I don't care. No one's ever going to have her kids, but me. Um, so it's not that I didn't want kids. It's just that I can't have. And if I do adopt it's because of a reason. Um, yeah. And then the marriage, I, I'm just not that typical person that wants to get married. Like I like to live my best life. I don't feel that I need to get married to, to say that we are together. If we're together, we're together. I'm a very private person. Um, I don't, if I was to have a boyfriend, I would not post them on social media because I like to keep that separate from my, like my social media is like work to me. I don't want yeah. the world to see who I'm with because I'm private and I like to keep it completely separate because then people are going to try to attack the person that I'm with or people are jealous yeah. and envious and I just don't have time for that negativity and that energy. And then you'll be like coworkers in a way. Because you're like, this is my work and now we're doing it together. So yeah. that's not romantic. <laughs> so Tom knew all of that information about you. Like you had said all this to him very early on. Yes. And then he continued to pursue you. Yeah. I think Tom listened to some of the stuff I said and then went with that. He just listened to that yeah. extent. And there was multiple conversations it was like, you say that you're understanding me and you're comprehending what I'm saying, but you're not like you're in this little mystical world of like me and Tamaris are going to be together after the show and like have kids and get married. I'm just like, but did you not listen to what I want and what I can't, I don't right. want to provide that right. for you because I don't like, want that. Just cause you would be open to adoption under certain circumstances in the future. Doesn't mean that you want to like move to the burbs and like 
acquire a- acquire a parcel <laughs> of kids to start a family. Listen, yeah. like nothing's wrong with Texas, but like he's like a cowboy in his heart if he wants to move to Texas. And I'm just like, you go, boy. You go move to Texas. Right. But don't 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 pressure me to move. Everyone can have their preferences and their life. It just that person is probably not a good fit for you. And it was it was so interesting to me watching the mansplain and seeing some of the other guys be like, Tom, you're not, you're not getting it. This <laughs> isn't a match. I think it was like Asante and Jabrian were just like, no, Tom, no. Yeah. She's not the girl for you. Yeah. I'm just like, I like it was so hard letting go of Tom, even though I knew it was coming, right? We all knew this. You know, he hit a table, and that was a lot right there. And Did you know, way, about you know about okay, that? Okay, good, 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 good. Because that was very <laughs> okay, so the disturbing. First time I saw the wrap on his hand, I couldn't talk about it on camera. We did talk about it later, but they didn't put it in. But we, sp- okay, so when I announced to all the guys and we're with the girls and we're outside in the patio and we're like, we're going to do this group date of three guys for each girl, right? That's the first time I see his hand wrap. We're done. We, mm. we cut right there and we're all walking back. And I'm like trying to talk to the guys because we really can't talk without the cameras right. being on. Like they will not allow us. They're like, don't talk at all. Um, I'm like, what happened to Tom's hand? They're like, girl, you got an accent. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? Please someone tell me what's going on. I'm going throughout the whole entire date. They're like, Tamaris, you can't ask Tom on the date. And mind you, we're doing like Kama Sutra, like yoga at this point. You can't ask Tom what happened to his hand. I'm just like, are you serious? Like, how am I supposed to go through this date looking at this guy's hand all wrapped up and I can't ask him? And then I end up finding out later on that night what happened. <clears throat> they caught a whole different scene of why. that What happened wasn't the reason why he hit the table. We had another, like, little side date and I chose Casey instead of him. And that's oh. where he was like, you know, I only... I, Tamir, and Tamaris only cares about me with my clothes off and stuff like that or something long, or less clothes and he just felt like I didn't care about him and he can try as much as he can and I'm always going to choose Casey so that's what happened and so did he tell you about this or someone else told you um, that wasn't when I was in the blue dress and we were downstairs in the game room he told me about it okay but they didn't tell wow. me it there's a lot that they cut. Like, for me, on my wow. timeline, like, there's so many conversations. Like, me and Jabrian had, like, this whole, like, he wrote a poem for me. Asante baked a cake for me. We decorated and Aww. made it into a heart. Like, there's so many, like, meaningful parts that I have with these guys that, obviously, because of my storyline, they couldn't show it. They couldn't show, like, my yeah. vulnerable, like, heartful that I am. But it's fine. It is what it is. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, I'm on a show. Yeah. They had their narrative. They edit for the narrative. Like I signed up for this. You know, I knew that something was gonna happen and it's okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I thought you were all still just like absolute rock stars during the season, but like definitely it was a very tightly edited and shaped show. Um the 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 Tom thing is also comes up again because you have this emotional goodbye. And then in the finale, when they're revealing your choice, they show a different part of that clip of you saying goodbye to Tom, where you like turn away and you're no longer crying and you're like asking for makeup and kind of laughing, kind of to imply that you're like faking it. So like, 
tell us more about what happened there and like what was going on for you emotionally in that moment and what you thought when you saw that clip in the finale. Okay, so... <laughs> Sorry, that was a long question. Uh, uh, no, I, I knew this question was going to happen, so it's so good. <laughs> um, okay, so I walked him out. We said our goodbyes. I told him that he's going to find an amazing girl and he gives me a kiss on my forehead and I like completely break down because I'm just like, oh my God, like I feel like shit. I feel like a horrible person because like I can tell he really cares about me and it's not a lie. It's not for show. Um, And then I walk back inside and I have to go back outside and face everyone. Like it's not like, oh no, you're done filming. No, you have to go face the works of what you just did. I just picked Nico over Tom. Like I have to go sit down through that. Um, I did ask for makeup. That's not a lie. That 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 is true. And they told me no, by the way. <laughs> what? They were like, Tamara, rude. There's no possible way we're gonna get you makeup. Get your ass back outside. They were like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, like, we're on a schedule. They're like, no, we want the mascara stains. That's part of it. <laughs> yeah. Did I laugh? No. And did I say cut scene? No. They definitely, <sighs> they definitely chopped that up, but when I did see okay. it, I was like, Wow, these sneaky, <laughs> sneaky guys. They're good. Oh my God, they're so good. I'm just like, wow, that's good. You got bra- bravo. Like, yo. <laughs> Honestly, mean, they are the landed. They are the ultimate F people. Like they are playing no, everyone. They're messy. <laughs> Come on with Tom in the Tom bone. Come on, they're messy. And I love that. Yeah, it's, listen, the Tom bone. We cherish that. That was incredible. Oh my God. That was, I was just art. Art. Let's talk about Nico. Cause as you mentioned, Nico stood up and asked for another shot at the mansplain and you took him back and sent Tom home. Did you have any inkling that that might happen? And like in that moment, why did you decide to, to take him back and send Tom home? Yeah. So I kept dropping bombs. Because, like, after I eliminated him and I found out that he was a nice guy, I kind of felt like shit, right? So, I honestly, after that whole, like, Kylan situation with Louise and he was backing yeah. up an F-boy, I was like, you're an F-boy. Say no more. He's an <laughs> F-boy in real life. Like, he's an F-boy in real life. <laughs> um, so that's probably a reason why. I was like, uh-uh, my third eye. But um, yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, I'm not your little F-boy. But I kept <laughs> dropping hints because, like, honestly, I... At that point, I was like, the only really person I, ha- I really have a connection with right now is Casey. And I kind of need something mm-hmm. else. Like, as of right now, everyone knows that I'm going to pick Casey. Like, there is no, yeah. there is no inkling in anyone's mind. And I'm just like, I need to add more spice. And I kind of need Nico to see if there's something there. So I was like, I kept asking producers. I'm like, can we, can we get Nico back? I want Nico. And oh, so I, you were I, like, I, you were producing at that point. Oh, yeah. I was every single second, every <laughs> single interview, I'll drop Nico's name. <laughs> I was like, you guys are going to give it to me, regardless if you don't want to give it to me. It's it's going to happen. Um, yeah. At that point, honestly, you already knew, like, you saw season one. I saw you season knew one. knew that people but could come back. I thought Nico was going to come back way before, if it was going to happen. So when the mansplain <laughs> happened... I didn't put two and two together. I was just like, this is never going to happen. It's fine. It is what it is. My top two is Tom and Casey. I'm going to choose Casey. Everyone's going to know. What did he do? You know? And then Nico stood up and I'm like, you guys are smart. 
Okay. <laughs> and not and even the, Nico first. Someone else stood up and was like, AC, was AC, may I present I to you Nico? Like, what did production put him up to that? No, they, they, I asked Nico and AC. Yeah. They were like planning. Like, they were like, yeah. Nico was like, I was going to, oh my God, Nico's rant, because it was a rant, it was way longer. <laughs> oh my God. I, he kept saying, I'm gutted. I'm gutted, Smaris. You know, when you eliminated, I'm, I'm gutted. Like, that was just like, <laughs> That was his word, okay? And if you like look a at his interviews, oh my god, he says it probably a few times. Um, <laughs> but man, why didn't they put that whole rant? It was so amazing. We made fun of him after the show <laughs> found because of that rant. Like it was just like a thing that we did. Oh my god, I wish we got to see the unedited version of that. Come on, yeah. HBO Max, drop the tapes. The set. <laughs> The sense that I got from Nico from his rare moments on the show is that he seems really easy to make fun of. And that is kind of a fun quality that I enjoy. So, um, and he's a good, he's like a good sport about it. Yeah. But I think it's interesting you point out that like he's an F boy in real life. So many of these guys, it's just like they're like, I'm a nice guy. So, like, you're like, just because you say you're a nice guy, no red flags. Zero red flags. You know who is a really nice guy that I didn't have the opportunity to talk to on the show was AC. We've um, we've done like premiere and um, the finale together, just like a whole group of us from the show. And yeah. AC doesn't matter what he's doing; he's constantly checking up on all the guards. Like, hey, are you okay? Do you need anything? Um, if we're cleaning up or we're cooking, he's like helping out. And I, like, told him, I'm like, hey, I'm sorry I didn't give you an opportunity and I didn't really speak to you, but, like, you're actual, real, genuine human being that actually is a nice guy. Like, super respectful. And I'm just like, you are going to make a girl really, really happy one day. That's Um, what they should have on these shows is, like, the the women throw a dinner party and then we see which guys help with the dishes. And it would be, like, two guys. (laughs) And that's how you know who the nice guys that's are. That's so true. <laughs> the rest of the guys are like, yo, let's play beach volleyball. And they just disappear. <laughs> no, I believe that. <laughs> that's the real test. Domestic labor. Incredible. Yeah. Um, are they so going to throw the trash away? Exactly. Yes. Like, are you actually helpful? Or are you just showing up and, like, throwing out a few compliments and thinking that that's enough? Like, no, it is not enough. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll have a lot more questions for Tamaris about her time on F-Boy Island. And we're back. So throughout the show, you did, you know, in that super cut at the end, we kind of see that you did kind of drop hints to some of these guys that you were capable of playing them. Was that just you being, like, honest and sharing and talking a lot? Or were you sort of intentionally, like, wanting to see if the men would pick up on that? Definitely. It was not, like, me intentionally dropping anything. I was just being real. I was just, like, I've been a cheater before. Like, I I know what you're doing. Like, you can't manipulate me. I was just telling my, I was just telling stories. Did I know that they were going to add all of that? no no <laughs> like did I come into f-boy island knowing I was gonna be like the villain f-girl no towards the end of it I was like I, I was kind of telling producers I was like if 
I really don't find a connection with anyone, is there any possible way I can go home by myself? And the producer was mm. like, we can talk. We can see, you know, if it comes to that, did I think that that was going to happen? That option was going to like actually come up? No. Did I joke around with, J- uh, with Casey and told him, wouldn't it be funny if you like didn't get chosen for the second year in a row? Jokingly, <laughs> jokingly. He's like, no, that's not even funny. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's really not. Did I know that that was going to actually happen? No. And he like probably at that instant, he was like, she told me. And I'm like, but yeah. no, I didn't. I, I really, I was just, oh my I was just like thinking in my little crazy head of like possibility of possibilities because I'm a realist and I think of multiple different ways of how an, an outcome can be. And I yeah. think that's the way that you should think because you can't be blindsided. You know, there, there could have been a possibility where the nice guy could have took the hundred K, you know, if I end up not choosing myself, maybe I don't know if it's true because, you know, people like to lie, but I did hear that the nice guys did have that option, but I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's true. We've been wondering if that would be a twist in the future. Yeah. But like, that would be crazy. I wonder if they were playing with different options for what the final twist would be and that this ended up being the one that actually gave them a result this this season. That's interesting. Like maybe they went to the nice guys and they were like, would you take all the money? But then they just cut all that out because none of them took it or like this was a better ending. Yeah, we don't. We honestly, they they're evil masterminds at (laughs) HBO. I'm not going to lie. Like, did I I could have told you the day before they gave me that option, even an hour before they gave me that option, an hour during that option. I said, no, I'm choosing Casey. Everyone knew that. Like, it wasn't it wasn't a question in my mind. Then after talking to production and talking to the executive producers, I was like, oh, they know stuff I don't know. Mm. And like, they can't really yeah. tell me anything, but they can kind of be like, hey. They can steer you. Yeah, yeah, they can So they gave you. you, they gave you like that uneasy feeling through what they said yeah. that like, maybe you shouldn't pick Casey. But also it was like, all the little other little crumbs that they mentioned and how I mentioned. And I was just like, okay, this is going to stop hurting someone, hurting two people. But you know what? I'd rather be safe and know that I'm going to have my back 100% and no one else is going to. And again, this is a show and I don't know if these guys are real. And if it is a show, right? And if they really did have feelings for me, they will still talk to me at the end. Like, it's not like I chose another guy. I chose myself. Yeah, mm. that is a, that is a good point, right? Nothing, nothing stopping them from from calling you up and being like, "You have a hundred k now." I hear and listen, and I would have been like, "Yeah, want to take me on a date?" <laughs> listen, <laughs> you're a treat. If they would have done that, and they would have been like, "I don't even care that you chose yourself." You know what? Congratulations that you did. I still want to be in a relationship with you. Can we work this out? And like. I would be nice. I'm like, you know what? I'll give you a little bit of the money because it was never about the money to begin with. But they did it. So it's like... Yeah, right. You're like, oh, I was right. Like, you either <laughs> think of it like if you are someone that really cares about me and know what I'm about and who I am as an individual and know how driven I am, you're going to know that that was the best decision for me and know that, I, you know, it wasn't meant for them for me to choose them at that time, but know that in real life that, I would choose them, but it wasn't like that. So it's like, you know, fuck them. <laughs> are you in touch with 
Casey or Nico now. I think we're like all in touch. It's like we're like a dysfunctional family at this point. Like, yeah, we all dated each other. We might have kissed or not. We're had long conversations on the beach, but it uh we all kind of talk. I don't think any of us like really have any bad blood because we kind of all knew that it was a show. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of the sense that we've gotten is just like because everyone in the cast seems to be at least in on it to an extent or there's like a mutual understanding that you are, yes, it's real like feelings and real people, but you are like making a product for entertainment. It's almost like less traumatizing when you walk away or that's what it seems. Yeah, like like also like they cut this out, but me and Asante, when I eliminated him, like he clapped back at me like really (sighs) bad to the extent that I got so upset. Like, I don't know if you see, like, when he's walking out, Nikki doesn't even say nice guy, nice try. He just walks out, and you see my face go completely happy to completely resting bitch face. I was heated, right? Didn't talk to Asante probably until, like, two weeks prior to the premiere coming out, and he apologized, and we went through it. We spoke about it. He was like, to be honest with you, Samaras, I was hurt. And yeah, like in the beginning, it didn't feel like a show. Like I genuinely cared about you. And I was like, you know, I understand and I respect that. And I understand how you felt. And I'm sorry that all of that happened. But like now he understands like, yeah, now I get it that it's a show. Like when we go in there, they don't tell us like, hey, like really don't take this serious because, you know, probably these (laughs) guys are really not going to care about you. (laughs) Um, So, but I mean, it's all like an experience and we all learn from this it's a big learning lesson, especially for yourself. It's like you really figure out what you want in a relationship and what you don't want in a relationship. Yeah, that is fascinating. And always like interesting to hear who they have like protected <laughs> by cutting out their uh, their moments because I think we were pretty hard on Danny for what he said to Mia when she caught him at the finale. Um, but a lot of the times you don't even see those moments when the guys like lash back a little bit. Um, how actually, but like coming back to the finale for a second, like that final decision, how long did you actually have to deliberate before, like after Nikki told you that you had that option? Like how long did you technically have to make that decision? Yeah, because there, there is money involved. We actually had to meet with like a lawyer via Zoom so we can lock down our decision. That same oh, day, fascinating. We had like we were completely separated from each and every each each and everyone. Like I, this was like the oh. weirdest time for us because we were so used to waking up in the morning and I would go to Louise and Mia's room. Like we're doing makeup together, we're doing hair, and this day is not like that. We're completely separated in our rooms. They have to bring our food to our rooms. We cannot leave our rooms. If we're doing so you hair couldn't and makeup, talk to each other. we cannot talk to each other. We couldn't even like, hey, can you give this to Mia? Like they had to look through it to make sure we weren't putting in notes to let let them know like who we're going to choose and stuff like that. We couldn't do any hand signals. I Even <laughs> though I did ask them, I was like the day prior because we knew that this was going to happen. They warned us. Um, I was like, so if, uh, if you pick Danny, put up one. And if you pick Peter, put up two. And if there's a trick... Because we kind of knew that they're going to put something in. Because the way that they sound, like, why wouldn't they not want us together on the last day? You know, it was super sketchy. Mm -hmm. They were like, well, if there's a third option, then put number three. But we end up, like, not even doing that at that point. When we did see each other, we were just, like, (laughs) so confused of what we're doing. Um, So it was just a, it was probably, 
Like I had an hour to think about it. And then I had to go on a Zoom call with the lawyers and the executive producers and give them my final say. And oh, like wow. after you do that, like it's locked down. Like there is You're no locked t- in. There is no turning back from that. Like that's your decision. So like so Casey and Nico could have made a speech that like really changed your mind, but like you couldn't change your mind. I think honestly, they did tell me like at any point, like, you know, we will always have to lock down our eliminations prior, like let them know like what is our top three and stuff like that. Um but they did tell me once, like, if there was ever a point, like, you felt like you need a change because of whatever that person said, then you'll just stop production and you'll talk to your producer and they'll see. Mm. Right. Gotcha. Um, but but obviously, when Nico was like, I'm great and there's no red flags, <laughs> you were like, this is not changing my mind. So, mm. false steam mm. <laughs> Listen, uh, Nico's energy is like at a hundred and I'm at like 11 and it was just like, <laughs> I just cut it. Like I, he's a lot to handle and it's like ADD and, and it gave me a little bit of anxiety. And like, I just, I couldn't match that energy. There was no possible way in the real world that I was going to be, I'm, I'm going to go to sleep. You can go be hyper in the other room. Like, it's just not, it's just not going to work out. You're like, this is not going to, this is not going to match. I was really skeptical of the AC speech because I was like, I don't understand looking at Nico and Tamaris and being like, they're obviously the right match. Like, in turn, like, you seem so much more, like, naturally matched with Casey, like, regardless of his own I think that was the only person that we were like, oh, there's some, like, good banter there that feels more natural. And we know everything as the people who are watching the very edited final product. (laughs) Uh, So after, after, I mean, before, did you know, you had locked in your decision, you had been kept separated from Louise and Mia, but did you know before the actual ceremony, like what they had decided or did you find out with everyone else? I would have, I could have betted money that Mia was going to pick Danny and bet money that Louise was going to pick um, Benedict because of our conversation the night prior. Wow. Oh, wow. So, they, so they were really wavering. Yeah. And also, like, I didn't know whether any of the other girls were going to take 100K. You know, we don't know. Right. So, so you were just like... like and I'm just like, I'm like thinking, I'm like, okay, Tamaris, I have two supposed nice guys and I'm taking the 100K and I'm breaking up with them. Like, I kept talking to the producers. I'm like, people are going to hate me. Like, that is not, like, it is a fact. Like, I'm going to have 50-50 where people are going to be like, yes, woman yeah. empowerment, she chose herself. Or, like, you're just like Garrett and you're a horrible individual. Why would you do that to nice guys? Like, you're a piece of shit. And I knew that that was going to happen, choosing that. And yeah. I was just like, you know what? If there's ever a time to do something, it's going to be now and it's going to be at this point. I don't ever have this opportunity and I have to take it. And, like, honestly, like, Louise and Mia actually found these guys that they actually really did care about. And they actually really did kind of, to an extent, love them. And I'm just like, I wish I would have felt that way. And and it, Mm. and it, it wasn't like that. Right. Yeah. So when when you, like, got off the show and it started airing, was the reaction what you expected after that finale like did do you find that people have been more supportive than you expected or has there been like a a lot of backlash 
Um, the first day, once the finale was like finally aired, that was probably the hardest day of like people just telling me like, "Go kill myself, go jump off a building, you're a oh slut." Oh my god, like, people are disgusting. so disgusting. But like on that side, it will be like someone that will do that, and then I'll get ten people that are just like. Your icon, you're amazing, F girl, like energy, like teach me your ways. So it's like, it kind of like wave, like it, it ends up being like kind of more positive than negative. But yeah. it's like those negative ones are just like so strong. And at this point, you're going to go comment under my photo and be nasty. You're deleting and getting blocked because I don't need that negativity in my life. Like understand no. that it's a show. Yeah, like, and like just, Casey yeah. and Nico are fine. They're like, fine. I'm not worried. They're fine. About them. They're, they're fine. Best As we just learned, Casey is back together with Casey's his girlfriend. And he's fine. He's probably going to get engaged with her one day. And you know what? Good for them. And you know what? And that you made the thousand dollars. Unfortunately, won't go towards his engagement ring, and he'll just have to find it some <laughs> other way, like with a brand deal or something. Yeah, because he is social media famous now. He'll be a, he'll be fine. He'll <laughs> be okay. I also thought. I mean, you didn't you didn't do it intentionally throughout, as you said, but like you're right. Like you did tell those guys like who you are. Like you did say like I'm capable of like of holding my own in this space. I'm not like a shrinking violet who's just like waiting for a nice guy to like protect me. I'm fragile, like I'm delicate. You are like I fucked around. I've done my own thing. I'm 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 in the game, you know? Whereas like Garrett was fully just like lying to uh Sarah's face the whole first season. Yeah, it's like not it's the same not thing. comparable at all. Like that pisses me off cuz he I is think- such a dick. I think also what's pissed, what pisses me off is, like, not to be that girl, but, like, it's my decision at the end of the day. I'm the lead. I'm the person yes, looking yes. for the guy. Why are you getting mad at my, like, the, my suitors? Why are you getting upset for them? Like, you shouldn't. Like, you guys want to compare me to Garrett, but Garrett was a suitor for Sarah. It wasn't the other way around. So I'm pretty sure if Sarah would have chose herself, they probably would have done the same thing to her as well. But it's like, yeah. if you feel something and you know something's wrong and you know that it's not going to be the same in the real world, then, like, you have to follow your instincts. And that's something I always want to tell someone. Like, you know when something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking at this crop of men, and, like, we talk about this with any dating show. Like, it is a limited pool of people. <laughs> It is sheer luck if you meet someone that you're genuinely into. And often these shows, there's just not really an option not to pick someone or that will lead to like the whole conceit of the show being blown up like on a show like The Bachelor. But you were given the option. This was like a choice that the show wanted you to have. And if you knew that both of these guys weren't, going to necessarily be right for you and you had concerns about them like yeah it makes complete sense to me why you wouldn't why that's the decision that you would make yeah I don't think that you owe anyone anything neither of them have been guaranteed anything or promised anything like they're just competing for the best that they can get and like it was zero yeah exactly (laughs) and that was your decision I I loved it. I like finished that finale and I was like shaking. I was like, Claire this was is like the texting best. me. We were like, oh my God, this is 
crazy. <laughs> so we're obsessed. Um, you were like, I'm the villain of the season. And I was like, oh, I didn't read it that way at all. Was like, like, we were like, she's you mean heroin? The heroine of the season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was our read. Um, yeah, I was protagonist like, I, energy. I just was watching a show about like three goddesses uh, dressed in incredible gowns with a lot of cutouts. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we have to ask you about the fashion on this show because a lot of us were really struck by the incredible looks you guys are rocking. Like, did you guys have stylists and a full glam squad at all times? Or like, were you doing a fair amount of styling and dressing and yourselves like how much of your own style was reflected in what we saw yeah so as for me like my outfits i brought like four suitcases very big four suitcases <laughs> and uh majority of the outfits that i wore there's probably like three to four outfits that weren't really mine that were the stylists. okay everything else was mine so i had the opportunity of really showing my personality and it was also like kind of weird i have pink here for the first time <clears throat> Oh, yeah. I'm usually a platinum blonde. Um, oh. And it was hard matching stuff with my hair. <laughs> so if you see, like, a lot of eliminations, I'm wearing black because, like, honestly, what are you going to do with, like, vibrant pink hair? Like, you just can't wear it. I love power it. clashing. We're, up, we're power <laughs> clashing now. I mean, but, you always looked incredible. You never needed a, a flashy, like, outfit because your yeah. hair did so much. So much. Um, <laughs> But we had a hairstylist, we had a stylist, and we had um, a makeup artist, which was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, if it wasn't for them, I, I, like, it was some points I was, like, half asleep, and it's, like, <laughs> hot in the morning, and I'm just like, oh, my God, thank God for that. It was oh my an God. unreal experience because we will have, like, 15 hours of, like, filming, and the guys didn't have to deal with any of that because they're not the least. Like, we had, like, our interviews and then like an in-between shot and then getting ready. And then after getting ready, having a conversation with Nikki and then before we go to our dates and then after our dates, then we have to go back and have another filming. And then after that, we'll have to go to the mixer. And then after that, we'll have a confession. It, it, it was long days for us. That's why sometimes you'll see in our interviews that we're just like dying. <laughs> I thought that was just because you were so heartbroken over <laughs> these relationships. Yeah. We're like half asleep. Did the men have like a lot of time to just chill? All the time. They yeah. they like slept, they took naps. I'm like, I <laughs> wish I had an opportunity to it's take a nap. a good deal for them. Oh, yeah. no. They, they got to, and some of these guys didn't even talk to us. So they were just living, and so they got eliminated. They were living their best lives, eating whatever they want, like getting whatever they needed. Because like, they waved on us hand and foot. Like we, if we needed something, they'll like, they'll have their assistant come downstairs to go get it for us. Like we didn't need to do anything. Like wow. Honestly, the way to play this is to be a nice guy, come on the show as a nice guy, mm -hmm. and then just never do anything, and then you get to go you hang out at the nice early. guy grotto for like three weeks. Did you ever get to see Limbro and the nice guy grotto? Okay, so like when we went, so Limbro was right next to the boys' house. And every day before we go to the boys' house, we have to line up outside and we have to walk down the stairs. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> um, but across the street was Limbro. So sometimes when they were filming, we'll see some of the guys and the producer's like, don't look over there. Don't say hi to them. Don't acknowledge them. And we're just like, yeah. They're like, those are unpeople now. Do not look at them. <laughs> oh my like, God, I love, Limbro is incredible. I love it so, oh my so God. much. Mickey so is like, 
so amazing. I love her. Like, her energy. And did you have fun filming with Nikki? Like, did you get to know her and hang out with her? Yeah, we got to know her for to an extent because it's like, you know, she's so busy, but like when she she's so real and like I, she really wants the best for us. And like if we really felt uneasy about our decision, like you can actually have a conversation with her and like she won't give you like hints, but like she'll like point you into the right direction as much as she can. Cause like at the end of the day, we're we're making a show and we have to be surprised at, at, at after every reaction, right? Um, but I think what really hit me was like even after the show, how like Nikki like individually reached out to all of us and was like, You did amazing if you need anything. Like she's Aww. so supportive. And Aww, it's rare to so see nice. that. I love that. This is why there should be more women hosts of dating shows. I think it should always be a woman, actually. We're just better at it. Um, she's so great on the show. The three of you, the leads, were amazing. And we know from what we've seen that, like, you guys have continued hanging out. You've been promoting the show together. You've all stayed in touch. What has it been like going through this experience with the other two women, Mia and Louise? I think since day one, we're in the hotel and we meet downstairs in the conference room with the executive producers for the first time. And you just felt the energy that it was just like, we are going to be like friends forever. Like no one's ever Mm going to have this experience. And we said it right there in that, like, in that conference room, like we have to stick together because no one else is going to understand but us. And when people attack us, then, you know, we're going to step in for each other. Because it's like, you know, somebody will attack me and I'll express to the girls like in our group chat, um, you know, someone attacked me and this is what they said. And they're like, okay, they'll go on, not attack them back, but just be like, hey, that's not cool and stuff like that or report them. You know, we are constantly making sure that we're all good. And we also know that some of these guys are real F boys in real life. So some of the girls have to experience like, you know, being blocked or not being talked to after the show because it was basically just a show for these guys. So. Wait, is that, like, in reference to any of the final picks? Peter? Um, Because we're all friends now. Yeah, because Mercedes and and Peter have both been, like, posting a little, or, or, like, Listen, They've all seemed friendly, but, like, what's that, happened? Uh, there's just so much tea and drama that, like, I... People are just fake or they act one way on camera and a completely different way in real life. And, or you just see that, like, it was just a show and that's the only connection that you had. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't talk for the other girls because it's it's not of my relationship to talk about. I can only say what what I see. What you saw. Yeah. yeah. And although all these guys are nice and stuff like that, they do have some tendencies that are shitty and mm. they should think about. And <laughs> listen, I think we all I think we're all of us, each and every one of us, are some type of toxic. We all went on a show called F Boy Island. Um, <laughs> it is just the name of the game. Like, you're little not okay in the head if, if you think that you're going to find love on a show called F Boy Island. 
Yeah, it's definitely a risky choice. It's not it's not like not the most obvious way to find the right person. But it it seems like you're all kind of okay now. Like, is there anyone from the show that like the three of you just like won't talk to or like on the outs with or that you personally are just like, nah, not we're not talking anymore? Um not not really. Like a majority of my like the my guys that were interested in me, like we still have like, like I'll face FaceTime Jabrin and Asante and like Benedict wasn't my guy, but I'll FaceTime him too. Like we all have like this friendship now. I don't think there's anyone that are like, nice. I can't like, there's some guys that I'll just say hi to and they'll be like, sure. <laughs> You're Jared. not going to like confide in them. No. Like Jar- Jared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real fall from grace. My God yeah started strong and then all of you were like no okay so like we decided like okay we're gonna pick the same guy we just like decided that we're like you know we're just gonna stir up the pot we weren't gonna gonna pick jared who we were actually gonna pick was jabrian but when jabrian walked down and he said hi to us we felt like he was too cocky so we changed (laughs) like last minute we're like, no, 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 no. Now we're going to pick Jared. So, like, yeah, a little, little insight. Wait, I love that. That's amazing. Because they definitely played that, like, you are, like, all in conflict. Yeah. And then also, like, what was it? The dancing competition, uh, first of all. HBO, why do you guys have me dancing? Because I am not good at that. Uh, <laughs> like, at all. But we all decided, like, prior to like picking out who we we're going to pick for a group date that we were going to pick each other's guys just to like start drama. That was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed, I actually really enjoyed that. That was smart too. Cause you want your friends yeah. to evaluate your guys a little bit from a more objective standpoint. And also but, then you can watch them. Yeah. yeah. It was smart. Watch how they are with other people. But I'm curious, like whether you guys ever actually did have any issues with like sorting out who was going to have which guys, like, in their fold. Yeah, so, like, the first episode, when you see the guys walking out, that's the first time we've ever seen the guys. And we spoke, like, we had a couple of filming, and we had to, like, do promo and stuff like that. Um, We spoke about our taste and what kind of men we like. So when the guys are walking out, we're kind of like, oh, my God, Mia, we see Peter, that's for you. Like, we kind (laughs) of knew, like, what guys were, like, for who. So that's how we kind of, like, planned it. And then, like, when the guys first came out, I like older guys. So I was just like talking to the girls. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I see anyone like, yeah, they're cute and they're hot, but like, I don't know if it's going to work out. Like, You're I was, like, like they're all crazy. 25. <laughs> I'm like, what can these guys really offer me in life? Really nothing. But, um, <laughs> a chance at $50,000 yeah, at the end of that part. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait. So just to clarify, where are Louise and Mia at with their final picks, Mercedes and Peter? Uh, from Instagram, what I've gleaned is that Mercedes and Louise seem to be in a better place than Peter and Mia, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Do I think any of the relationships from F Boy Allen are going to last? No, that's my answer. 
Yeah, I would honestly be really surprised if yeah. one day we had an F-Boy Island wedding, but at least you can have some fun F-Boy Island flings, maybe. Yeah, $50,000 and a guy that you're kind of into for a while seems like fun. Yeah, I'm still hoping for, like, Mia and Danny to get together. Like, that's that's Interesting. Oh, I I saw him posting like Mia with his mom, and I was like, "Hmm, is there mm. still there's still something there?" I Finally made that intro. Listen, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> See, his mom does accept her. Um, yeah. yeah, like I was always hoping for that. Like I would think that that would be the first like F boy Allen wedding would be like Danny and Mia if that was to ever happen. But I don't know. That would be beautiful. I'm going to follow this. I'm going to follow this in the years to come, see what happens. (laughs) Um, So looking ahead, uh, is there going to, like, do you know if there's going to be a season three? And, like, would you think that the show would need to introduce a new twist? Like, what twist would you like to see the show do next time? Um, I would hope that throughout the amount of buzz that we have for season two, that there is a season three. I would hope that maybe they switch it up and they do like F girl Island because I want to be like the queen of F girls. But would you come back? I would not to be like trying to find love, but definitely (laughs) to help these girls out, uh, show them like an F girl coach. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like an F girl coach, a therapist for them. Um, what kind of like kind of twist? The guys to take the nice guys to take the money, or, or this is a big twist: them not to do the reveal at all. Oh yeah, it is the first time. The first season when they did it, I was like, "Why are they telling us yeah. that all, who all the guys are?" That would be interesting if they played the whole season without it, without a reveal. Mm-hmm. And then you have yeah. to guess, like based on like eliminations, like how many nice guys you have left. That is interesting. Uh, like poker. That's how poker works, right? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I like that twist. I'd like to see okay, that. Okay, I like these ideas. Yeah. These are all very good. As long as um, HBO Max continues to exist for another year, I'd love to see this happen. <laughs> or like whatever Discovery conglomerate ends up in its, <laughs> its wake. I just need another season of F-Boy Island. That's all I need. Um, uh, or F-Girl and how Island. Have, or, or F-Girl yes. Island. <laughs> And how have you been since the show? Like, what have you been up to? How's work going? Have you been dating anyone? I keep my <laughs> I keep my private life private. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Had to ask. Um, <laughs> but honestly, like, other than like people kind of noticing me and like saying like, "Oh my god, like we love you." Like, other than like social media love, like my my day to day is very simple. I'm super nonchalant. Um, I try not to be like the Miami scene as much. Nothing has really, really changed to me dramatically, unless like people telling me to go kill myself. Other than that, I'm like, fine. Oh, that's <laughs> pretty big. That's a pretty big thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that a pretty shitty thing. Yeah, um, I went from like no one hating me, and they were just like, "Yeah, she's possibly an F girl," to like, "No, she's an F girl," and like actual people hating me. So that 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 yes, that's a little bit of a change, but. I think that's just life. You're going to have haters regardless. And you just have to learn how to overcome that and know that you know who you are and you know the type of person that you are and you don't need to, like, 
get down to that negativity because people are just miserable. And majority of these are just like bot trolls on social media. And it's probably all the same people with just one account. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely just a lot of people with too much time on their hands and bots. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of anger that they just want to like misdirected. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, you know, something else that I've noticed, like somebody will like, you're fucking horrible. And I'm like, it's a show. And then right after, oh my God, I love you. And I'm oh my just God, like, yes, they just wow, want your attention. Yeah. yeah. Like, but you'll get more love from me if you actually give me love because I'm really big at like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like I will like send you a voice note randomly. Like, oh my God, thank you so much for like writing this. Like I, I love that. Like I've never had that before. And I'm not like, oh, now I'm like a reality TV star and I'm too good for this. Like, no, I'm still the same person. And I'm going to reach out to people because I'm a human being and so are they. Yeah, that's very, I mean, it, it's hard, I think, to to keep doing that when you have like hate coming into your DMs and your inbox. So like, I, that means a lot to, that you still, that you still want to do that. Like, I think people should really respect that, that you're yeah. doing that. Um, and I think we also have to ask, about what you're going to do when you get that sweet, sweet prize money. Do you have any big plans, like metaverse plans or travel plans? Definitely going to buy some ETH because I have to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely have to. Um, (laughs) Honestly, if it's not saving, then it's investing into like either a property here or in New York just to have to like use as like an Airbnb or something. I'm always investing my money because I feel like that's probably the best way to like use my money. I do like handbags and stuff like that and shoes, but I do feel that my significant other, if I have one or not, they should get me those lovely gifts. (laughs) Bags are for men to buy. I will bring a down payment into this relationship and you can buy me some shoes sometimes. (laughs) That's an arrangement I can get behind. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think that that brings us to sort of the end of our big questions. Like, Tamaris, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners that we didn't ask you? Oh, man. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I think understand that this is a show and this is for entertainment and this is what we did and it was a conversation starter and that's exactly what we did and we are setting up for the next chapter hopefully and i hope that what i did starts an f girl island or starts something else up for me per se uh, <laughs> you know if hbo wants to give me my own show i'm totally fine with that I'm I'm just saying, we would watch you on the next season or on other shows. We we would be down. And I would love, Uh, my only reservation about an F-Girl Island is that I don't want men to have any power. And that (laughs) is always what I come back to. But what I would really like to see is at least, like, just two teams of F-Boys and F-Girls just trying to out-manipulate each other. Oh, that would be good. And you could be a coach, okay? Yeah. You could be a coach. Garrett could be a coach. I love this. Uh, HBO, if you need to start listening to this podcast, subscribe. Yeah, we're we're full of ideas, Elon Gale. It's fine. Just listen to us. 
<laughs> oh my. Thank you so much for doing this. This is truly such a delight. It is so fun to to meet you virtually and have this conversation and you've been wonderful and candid. Yes, thank we you, really appreciate you, it. No, I absolutely love coming on this and just like talking my shit because I felt like people need to know like what what really it is. People, people need to know. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Queen of JPEGs, obviously, because I <laughs> love NFTs, or Instagram, which is Tamaris underscore, and then three S's, S-S-S. That's where you can find me or on Cameo. I can nice. say happy birthday to you. I sung a couple people happy birthday. It was kind of weird, but I did it. They liked it. Listen, she'll do it, people. You know where to find her. <laughs> yeah. Tamaris, thank you again. And we hope that we will be able to have you back on one day as the queen of F-Girl Island or in some other capacity. Definitely <laughs> HBO a queen listen. of something. Yeah. Queen of something. Yeah. Queen in any arena. We'll take it. <laughs> That's it for Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Thanks to our guest. Tamaris, star of the latest season of F-Boy Island. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like the show, please follow the show, rate us five stars and leave a review uh, wherever you listen to it. And of course, word of mouth is so important. Tell your friends about the show. Um, It really means a lot to us. If you want to get in touch with any questions or feedback, you can always email us at clarenemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at love to see a pod and Instagram at clarenemmapod. And you can find our newsletter rich text on Substack at clarenemma.substack.com. That is, of course, where we recorded two episodes about this season of F-Boy Island. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We'll be back next week with another episode of Love to See It. Stitcher.